Orla Perik base Mishnah Dalad two four. We're now going to discuss scenarios where even one against one hundred for Trumo or against two hundred for Orla and Kilai Karam may not be enough. And that's going to be a case where the effects of the prohibited substance, the Isser, is nikeret, is evident in the mix. So your classic case of that will be what's called a, a, a mechametz, a leavening agent. And that's one of the things our mission will discuss. That's a good illustration. So the scenario is, our very mission will say, if you take um, some leavening agent, like some sourdough, fermented dough, and you put it into some hulan dough, so that will cause the whole dough to rise. That's how they did it in the time of the Mishnah when they didn't have yeast, so they got the yeast from the fermenting old dough. So if you have a loaf of bread which has risen, it's clear that you put some sour, some sourdough in at the outset. So the point of the Mishnah is, if for argument's sake say that sourdough was chala, which is a form of truma, and normally the rule is you need to have a hundred times against the iser truma, to make the mixture permitted. But even if you have, let's say, a thousand times, just for argument's sake, of regular dough, hulin dough, against the piece of fermenting soor, the leaven, the sourdough, since the final cooked loaf of bread has risen, it's screaming that there was soor leavening agent inside this bread. That's why it's risen. And if it happens to be that it was less than a hundred times, a hundred times, less than a hundredth of the whole mix, Less than one against a hundred, so it doesn't matter. It's not bottle because its its presence is clear and its effect. The mixture is nikeret; it's evident to all. That's the gist of the Mishnah. Here, the actual words of the Mishnah are a little tricky because there's a girsa issue. I'm going to go with the Rambam's girsa, even though almost for sure you don't have it in your Mishnayas because it seems it, it's very difficult to read the words um, without that. The Mishnah says kol anything which is mechametz, it's a catalyst, so it causes um, something to do chimutz, to rise, to leaven, and a mitabel, or a spice, which infuses something with the strong taste. So that, now the gear that I'm going to use, the Raman's gear says, is midamea betruma. It causes a truma, a mixture that contains truma, to become a dimua mixture, meaning a mixture of chulin and truma, which is forbidden for a non-kohen to eat, even though it's not pure truma. The reason why is because there's no third category of things that cause truma um, mixtures. So it's a mechametz and a metabel, a leavening agent and a spice, does midamea betruma, does cause truma to become uh, a forbidden mixture, uva orla, uvikilahai kerem, and same goes for orla and kilahai kerem, meaning again, if for argument's sake, your leavening agent, remember we saw in the previous parak that they used to take the sap from unripe figs and use that to curdle cheese. So, same idea. If you have, you add a tiny bit of unripe fig sap to some milk, and as a result, you have cheese. So even if there's more than 200 times milk against the the catalyst from the figs, the orla figs, so the mixture still is forbidden because the presence of the orla from the fig is screaming, here I am, because you have cheese and not milk. Um, the same with kilai hakerem, same idea. So all those cases are oser, meaning that if there is an effect of leavening, a mechametz or metabel, a strong flavor coming, so then the rule of 100 falls away, and um, we're still strict past 100. A different point altogether, says Beishamay, nothing to do with um, Isser and Heter, but rather issue of Tumun Tahara. He says that 
The same way you can't say that the source of Isser, the leavening agent, is gone if the bread has risen. So also you can't say, says Beishamai, according to the Mishnah here, you can't say that the source of Tumah, if for argument's sake, the leavening agent, that sourdough, was Tameh, and it's put into the loaf, the big volume of dough. So you can't say that there's no source of Tumah here, and therefore Beishamai, according to this Mishnah here, would make the entire mixture Tameh, because you have dough, into which you've added a piece of Tameh leaven, and the leaven certainly is significant, so the Tumah is not bottle and it spreads. Ubeis Hill disagrees, and they say, They say, no, no, no. The source of Tumah could never be that piece of leavening agent, unless the volume of the leaven, the sourdough, was a kibetza in size, the size of of, a, of an egg, like two olives amounts. And the reason for that is because the general rule across the board that we say always, and if in the next mission you'll see, perhaps even Shammai said as well, um, here, that you cannot convey tuma, a foodstuff that's less than a kibetza in size, can never convey tuma. And that's from the halacha. Um, and um, anyways, that's our mission. That seems like there's a machlokas over here, perhaps. And if there is, the halacha is like Beis Hillel, but um, regarding Tumah, but stand by, because the next Mishnah will actually perhaps overturn that altogether.